0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey
1: guys, welcome to the New Hunter's Guide the podcast dedicated to helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today I'm going to be sharing with you guys my story, how I got started in hunting, the the path and the journey that I took from beginning knowing nothing to Reading, studying, tracking down people who knew something to try to learn how to go out after most of the different kinds of game that my state has, to to being effective and successful. And When I say successful, I mean enjoying thoroughly my time in the woods, and yes, every now and then, coming home with something delicious and something to tell people about. So let's go ahead and jump right in. I've talked about this some in previous episodes but I got started. I was almost 30. I had never hunted before. I had grown up always wanting to hunt. I sort of just had this desire ever from since I was a little kid but just never had an opportunity. Nobody in my family hunted. I didn't know of anyone in my extensive family that hunted. I had some friends in grade school that hunted, but never had any opportunity, any invitation, you know, anything to, to, to try to get me over the hump. I did have one advantage, though, and that is that I did grow up with firearms. Uh, when I was a teenager, My parents took me for firearm safety training, I had handgun safety training, I had rifle safety training, and I actually had some practice um, doing competition style training with some of the local rifle teams and at uh, a club that we went to. So I, I did grow up with that advantage where I had some training shooting, I had some safety training, I was a decent shot. Uh, under you know the circumstances that we practiced in, so I had that going for me. I wasn't intimidated by the idea of using a firearm or taking one into the woods. In fact, I thought it would be you know a lot of fun to train and practice, and then go into the woods and try to use those skills to to help me hunting. But in terms of how do you start hunting, I knew nothing. And I was sitting at work one day, I tell this story often, I was sitting at work at the office, you know, four painted walls and a computer monitor after, you know, years of doing that every day, and I realized, okay, I'm either at home, inside, I go to work, I'm inside, I go to church, I'm inside, I go to the store, I'm inside, I go and visit family, I'm inside, I'm always inside. And it was springtime. It was beautiful out. I'd driven the work. It was sunny, and I'm sitting there in this office, and I just had this revelation: I need to go outside more. I need to be outside. I just need to have a reason, though, to take me out there, because I'm just not gonna just get up and and go hiking. I, I wish I had that motivation. I wish that that was a draw for me, but I'd done some hiking. You know, I enjoyed it, but it didn't motivate me enough to get up and do it there there was something about you know with hunting there are seasons there's opening day there's there's decision points that sort of help draw you into it so i knew that i wanted to start hunting i didn't know what to do and that just sort of percolated for a while um and i just was was slowly building up you know that idea in the back of my mind over the course of a couple weeks and months and I started going down the lists of you know trying to justify to myself this new hobby now at the time I had no hobbies not one hobby I had a family uh, we were looking at having a child um, but I had no hobbies I, I was very thankful for everything in my life good job good family good church but I did not literally have a single hobby not one piece of recreation so I was like, all right, how, how do I justify the time? How do I justify the expense? How do I justify the energy? And I was just trying to build my own motivation up. And for me, it came down to a couple different things. Number one, I sort of always wanted to do it. I just ever since I was a kid, it was something I always wanted to do, but was never able to. Number two, I, you know, my church is in a rural area. A lot of people in my church hunt. And I just felt like, you know what, this would be a great point, a fellowship, something else that I can talk to people about, that I can have fellowship around. It would be helpful. It would be enjoyable. So I like that aspect of it. Number three, we we're getting ready to, to start a family. And, you know, growing up, um, you know, I did a, a couple different sports. I played ball when I was a kid. I played basketball. I played hockey. You know, my parents would come to my games. I had a great relationship with my parents, but I didn't notice until later in life that I didn't really have any shared pursuits with my parents, specifically my dad. You know, we'd go out in the in the in the driveway and we'd play catch and you know we might do some things, we might go out to the store or whatever. We spent time together and it was good and I don't have one regret, period, but we didn't have any shared pursuits. There wasn't anything that we sort of sat down and planned and strategized over and set aside time to go do and get excited about. And I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, what am I going to do with my son? I was like, I need something that that I can have that with. I just wanted to have that with my son. I felt like, you know what, if, if I got started in this now, by the time he grows up, I should one, be good at it. Two, he'll watch me doing it as he grows up. It'll be something that we can share. So I had that motivation also. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm going to find a way. And I talked to some friends, and I figured out you got to take a hunter safety course. So, all right, how do you do that? So I did some research, and I found a place nearby. And I had a, I had a friend that was willing to go, too. He thought about doing it, wanted to take the class, so he was going to do it. And actually, he ended up bailing out like a month before. He had something else come up, wasn't able to go. So I talked to another one of my friends, and he was sort of in a similar boat. He thought, okay, I'll go with you. I'll do it too. So he actually came, thank God, because I don't think I would have done it by myself at that point. I I didn't have enough motivation. So we went and took our hunter safety course, and we did it. And we sat through the day, and we, we took the exam, and we passed and got her card, and I went and got my first hunting license. And I'll talk more about that process in another episode, how you do that, where you can sign up, what it's like, what to expect, just to sort of help you over that hump. But, you know, I went and did that, bought myself an orange hat, because in my state, you could hunt groundhogs with nothing but an orange hat and any gun, and I was off to the races. I mean, I was all about it. I was stoked. I was on top of it.
0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: I was all in. And then I thought, okay, I got to find somewhere to hunt. How hard can that be? Well, I didn't realize how hard it could be, to tell you the truth. Uh, I didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to look. You know, there were some state game areas real close to my house within 15 minutes. Didn't know about them. Uh, And in fact, a couple years before I even found out they were there and how to find them and how to search and And, you know, for me, when I first got started, it was really tough to find a place to hunt. I just, I was beside myself at how complicated this was. I didn't know anybody that had land. I didn't know anybody that was a hunter. And eventually, thank God, one of my uncles on my wife's side of the family, he was a hunter. And he knew of a place that he had hunted for years that was relatively close by. So he took me with him for the first time. And I remember walking through the woods, I'd never even scouted, and just, I was so excited, so stoked to just be out in the woods at daybreak with a rifle. I had a 30-30 lever action rifle with open sights that, you know, my dad bought me when I was a teenager one day at a gun show, and, you know, I'd never used it for anything, and now I'm out in the woods... just all right. we're gonna do this we're gonna figure it out and I was just I was on top of the world at that point you know I was just so excited and um, you know of course had no idea what I was doing I had no gear I was wearing I don't know what kind of cargo pants and tennis shoes and uh, you know, a swishy jacket that every time you move made noise. I had no backpacks and I had just a bunch of snacks stuffed in my pockets that made noise every time you moved. And I had my orange hat and an orange vest. And I'm out in the woods and I'm making noise and I'm loud. And of course, I didn't stay put long enough to see anything. But man, I was on top of the world. You know, I had no idea what I was doing, was missing it left and right. Um, I, I don't I don't even know if I saw a deer, but I didn't care, I was hunting, there was fresh air, and I was on top of it. And from that point forward, I decided, you know what, this is what I want to do. So I started putting a little bit more money into it, I started having to research, what do I get, what kind of gear, what will work, what won't work, what's the right thing to, to do. And I made a lot of mistakes, and I'm going to talk about that as we go, but I mean, it was awesome, and I was all about it, and I'll never forget, um, you know, I got nothing that first season, didn't Didn't care either, I was just so happy to be out, and then next year came around, and uh, that same uncle took me out turkey hunting, and, you know, of course, I knew nothing about deer hunting, well, I knew even less about turkey hunting. I mean, I, I knew, no, well, I'd never even heard of turkey before. And okay, we're going out turkey hunting, and okay, we got some turkey calls, and my gear's terrible, and I do not even know if I was wearing camo. And I got this shotgun that is useless beyond 30 yards and jams after the first shot. But I didn't care, man. I was out in the woods, and I'll never forget, first day out, hearing a turkey, and I was like, I am hooked, and... I mean, I'll tell you the whole story in another episode when we get to it, but it was like the most fun experience I had ever had. Just being in the woods, making turkey sounds, hearing a turkey gobble, getting close to some birds. I got no shots. I didn't get a turkey, but I mean, it was awesome. And I remember just going out after that. All right, what, how do we do this better? How do I learn more? How do I get some better gear? What's the right way to do some of this? I did some research. I started reading books. I started talking to more and more people. I started finding people that you know had something to say. And just starting to build that. And I, I went through that process with so many different kinds of game. I mean, dear. Spring turkey, fall turkey, crows, groundhogs, um, predators, foxes, coyotes, gra- uh, raccoons, looking at small game, going out after pheasants and quail and doves, and just one thing after another just going through this process, learning, okay, what do you need? How do you do it? What's the tactics? What are the techniques? What kind of equipment is, is best for that? What kind of equipment is second best? What kind of equipment could I use because I didn't have first or second best when I started in any of these things? And just little by little, getting, just getting more information, getting more gear, learning about the different kinds of gear, um, and spending the few dollars that I had as wisely as I could to be as effective as I could and just going out and just doing it, this season and that season. I was so excited. I mean, I went after things that doesn't even make sense to go after where I live. I went dove hunting. There's nowhere even close to my house where there's good dove hunting. I've yet to find a place even in my corner of the state that's good for dove hunting but man I was all about it. I mean I'm looking up recipes, I'm looking up you know how do you field dress these things. I'm, I'm learning about all the different ins and outs. How do they fly? Where do they go? How do they migrate? Where do you set up? What kind of gear? What kind of firearms? What kind of ammo? I'm out in the woods. We're looking. We're listening for dove sounds. We're setting up in different places I mean just excited to be at it. And there's a lot more to the story. I think we're going to have to do a part two on this one, but that was kind of the beginning of my journey, and we're going to talk more about that later. But I just wanted to share that with you guys. I know you know people are going to come back and listen to this probably down the road just to hear more. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put a peg in that now uh, and then carry on with that later. But this is the New Hunters Guide. You guys can visit the website at newhuntersguide.com. Get more information, show notes, find different ways to subscribe and download the show. Uh, this is George Kinitis. Until next time, God bless and thanks so much.